Hello and welcome to Ashurst Legal Outlook and our mini-series speaking to trainees about their journey to Ashurst, their hopes and dreams for the future and their hints and tips for future trainees. In this episode, I speak to Joshua Moe. We discuss his background and decision to pursue a law degree rather than join the army and how he still finds time for his passion for boxing amid a busy work schedule. Join me as we get the inside scoop on what it's like to work as a trainee solicitor at Ashurst. You're listening to Ashurst Legal Outlook. So Joshua, welcome to the podcast. I wanted to firstly ask you why you decided to pursue a career in law. Well, I guess it started in high school. So um, I did a lot of Model UN and I quite liked um, the debating side of that. So I decided to do law in uni. And in uni, I joined the Law Society and attended a bunch of different talks from different firms. And I found the people pretty engaging. To be honest, I always thought law would be a bit more uptight, more boring. Um, My parents said you have to do um, a professional degree because as a kid, I wanted to join the army. So yeah, I attended these talks and the people seemed nice. So I decided to give it a shot. Fascinating. So you mentioned that um, you thought it would be not as exciting as it is. Tell me, what specifically are you referring to there? I thought in reality, it would be a lot of staring at documents, a lot of grinding away on a computer, tapping at the keyboard, long hours. I also thought by the time I joined uni, suits had come out. And I thought suits made law seemed quite an aggressive profession. It seemed quite, the people seemed quite mean. So I was not really attracted to law based on what I saw on TV or my personal conceptions. So what's the reality? Are partners mean? What's the culture like where you work? Well, at least for the firm Ashers, people are quite friendly. I guess my preconceptions changed during the VAC scheme when I met pretty much a cohort. I met people in the departments I worked in, which was corporate transactions and employment. And they all seem like normal people. Um, we'd go out for food after. Yeah, it was, it was the complete opposite of what I thought it would be. So tell me, why did you decide to apply for Ashurst? Was there anything in particular that stood out? Well, I decided I wanted a firm with a strong focus on finance or corporate law because those were the sections I worked on as some editor in the law review in uni. So I applied to firms with this particular focus. And I think I mentioned I was on the back scheme and that was quite a strong selling point for me because everyone seemed, seemed genuinely nice. They seemed actually interested in what I had to say. And that's stayed throughout um, my training contract as well. Tell me, thinking about all the skills you would have learned through your debating and also through the Law Society and editing the journal, how applicable are they to your day-to-day work at the moment? Well, first of all, um, I'm a first-seater in derivatives, and it is a bit of a technical area. So I would say that editing the law review um, for the corporate section has helped quite a bit. For example, I, I walked in knowing what a bond is, which is quite useful. I would say the LPC 
uh, also prepares us for this. And in terms of a holistic assessment, I'm not sure how, how my experiences have prepared me for this. So it's a bit like being thrown in the deep end. You don't really, uh, you don't know until you're actually there and, and working. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it's, it's got quite a steep learning curve, but um, if you're prepared to accept it and get moving, it's pretty good. What's some of the highlights so far in your working career at, at Ashurst? I'd say this sounds cliched, but I'd say it's definitely the people, especially uh, since I started the training contract in lockdown and it lifted in April. So it was about a month in and it really made a difference coming into the office and uh, the people are great. I have a pretty good relationship with my supervisor, a lot of banter with the trainees. And so culturally, does does any events or, or things happen out of the office with your fellow trainees? Yeah, so um, this has been one point that the firm is quite strong on, I think, where every Thursday there's departmental drinks. So we head out into the terrace, enjoy the sunshine. I mean, it's the UK, so I guess it's once once a month. <laughs> but yeah, we head out to the sunshine, um, get some drinks, um, get some food, catch up with people. That's always been nice. There's also trainee-specific and trainee-led events where we just head out to pop nearby and chat so that, that's always it's always good to end the day on a high note so being able to connect with fellow trainees obviously uh, a positive because then you can apply some of the lessons that they may have learned to your to your role yeah i i think it's very positive <laughs> so me and my friends have a no work rule so when we go hang out we specifically say i do not want to talk about work but in terms of when we get lunch or when we discuss tasks or projects, yeah, it is great to have a support network. For example, if a trainee has worked on a deal that I'm um, replicating or using that as a precedent, it's always nice because I'll just see their personnel code on the file and I can just give them a ring and say, how is this deal? What do I have to look out for? Yeah, so it's always nice. Joshua, I have a colleague and we always say that we'll never talk about work when we uh, have drinks or, or go out for dinner but always the first thing we talk about is work it's uh, it's inevitable <laughs> I think yeah <laughs> tell me what's one piece of advice you would have for someone looking to apply for a traineeship with Ashurst I would say I would break this into two and say when you apply with the written assessment or whatever it is, make sure it's obviously tailored to the firm. You should not just look at deals, but look at the different offices, look at what um, Asherist is strong at, what potential opportunities there might be in the market. And when you do come for interview, I would say prep, but don't over-prepare because if you're invited to interview, they must like what they see on paper. So they're probably trying to assess you as a person. So try to come across as a, as a functioning human being and not just, not just um, a word and a piece of paper. What's some of your dreams for the future? Maybe some goals for uh, the first year there and where you see yourself in 10 years? I guess I'll start with the 10 years part first. But uh, going back to previously, I never really thought I would be a lawyer or be interested in the legal field. But 
having been here a total of five months, I think it's a possibility that in 10 years I could still be working uh, in the legal field, which is, which is quite a jump in five months. Uh, as for goals, I haven't really thought about these. I'm just enjoying my training contract as it is. What impact did COVID have, particularly when you obviously started during the lockdown period? Talk me through the transition from working from home and then coming into the office. I would say starting work in lockdown is pretty brutal. I don't, I don't see how people have managed to do it for a year or two years. It was quite intimidating at first because I'd never seen the departmental staff in person. So I would just be clicking call on Skype and hoping they wouldn't be annoyed. But transitioning into work in person makes a big difference. The office is great. I think I mentioned we have a terrace. There's lots of space. The kit is pretty good too. So coming into the office, it's just a whole different experience. And I do feel more, I guess I feel more efficient, but also because there's a lot more socializing, I'll just pop into other trainees' rooms and have a chat, have a cup of tea. It's just a more positive experience. Yeah, absolutely. Can you just paint a bit of a picture about your day-to-day tasks and what what you do on a day-to-day basis at Ashurst now that you're back in the office? Yeah, so uh, day-to-day, I usually start 9.30. We get quite a lot of emails from the US, so I'll have to deal with the stuff that came in when I logged after I logged off yesterday. Um, so usually it's a lot of filing emails. I keep a notebook um, of my day-to-day to-do lists and I update that so I make sure I don't miss stuff. Usually it start I just start prioritizing what has to be done today and well watch it wait and I just get started in those tasks. It's always nice because by ten most people are in. Well, most people that are coming into the office are in. And we can just go catch up, have a cup of coffee if you drink coffee and um, chat about the day ahead. And then, yeah, just get started on work, have lunch at around one to two. Throughout the day, people might just give you ad hoc tasks. And again, you just gauge those by priority. Interestingly, I'll start drafting a few documents for a specific deal I'm on, which I didn't think I would be doing. I remember getting the instructions from the associate and thinking, this this is not this is not what I was trained for. <laughs> but but it's actually been going quite well. Um, people are always there if you have questions on drafting. Again, if a trainee has worked on a precedent deal, I can just ask them and be like, hey, uh, I have to draft draft the first draft for um, this deed. Could you help me out in this? And people are if they're not busy, they're more likely to not happy to help. And um, yeah, by the end of the day, I just file my emails and make sure there's nothing really important left outstanding and I'll go off. Awesome. Sounds like you're surprising yourself with, you know, the things that you could do even within, what's it been, five months since you started? Yeah, it's been, like I said, a steep learning curve, but it's been pretty good. So it doesn't really matter what sort of career you have, you always want to try and make a difference. I'm wondering whether you can share with us how you think law can make a difference. Our firm has a quite, quite a strong pro bono offering. Um, I think we have a trainee seat that's just pro bono. 
And um, I've been involved in a few of those projects, um, most, most recently Windrush. Um, and that, that's been an immigration project, um, helping people affected um, stay in the UK. Don't get me wrong, the work is great. Um, it's fun um, learning all these different technicalities and nuances in the finance world. But also doing pro bono is, is more of a personal touch. So you're dealing with people that you can actually hear on call. You can hear how invested they are, how invested their caseworker is. So I think that's fulfilling in a different way um, as compared to work in general. Law can make a great difference. What do you like to do outside of hours, outside of work? I really like boxing. It's been hard fitting training around work. Uh, I just, I try to skip uh, or train or run at least once a day. So usually I'll fit it into the front end. So I usually get up a bit earlier and do that. People here have been quite accommodating of that. If I'm not on a really mind bending or really time pressured deal, they'll be like, fine, you can go train at 6.30 and maybe log on after if there's anything pressing. So that's always been helpful. I recently have started to attempt uh, double unders. Ooh. Oh, that's, that's hard. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm struggling. Yeah, struggling to do just single unders, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> In my final interview for Ashurst, they asked the same question and I said, I like boxing. And the partner said, you don't look like a boxer. And I came back with, you don't look like a lawyer. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm lucky they found it funny. But yeah, I was... Oh, that's awesome. Mate, it's been fascinating to talk to you. Really appreciate it. Thanks very much, Joshua. Uh, thanks a lot, Ben. Thank you for listening. To hear more Ashurst podcasts, including our dedicated channel on all things ESG, please visit ashurst.com forward slash podcasts. To ensure you don't miss future episodes, subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. While you're there, please feel free to keep the conversation going and leave us a rating or review.